Hey, Shalene. I am a 41-year-old mom of three, and I have been listening to your program for a few years now. I'm actually not even sure how I found out about you. I actually really think my guardian angel subscribed for me because <laughs> I just started listening to you one day. And so now, of course, I've told my friends about you. And I wanted to let you know that because of you, I am in EMDR therapy. I'm creating better personal boundaries, and I've also been working with a functional medicine practitioner and life coach for the last six months to help take me to the next level of my physical health. And I also wanted to let you know, you're going to love this. Last week, we went on a family road trip to the mountains. And yes, ma'am, I completely binged on your podcast, The Shalene Show. So we were in the car for about 18 hours. And so I put in my earbuds and I listened to 18 hours of The Shalene Show. I am a lifer. So that is a lot of shows, my friend. And it was awesome. Thank you. You are the bomb.com. And I love you. And I mean it. Hey there, welcome to this edition of The Shalene Show. It is Car Smart Friday. We're in the middle of a coronavirus. And why am I in my car? I'm on my way to our office. It'll just be Brett and I, so don't worry. We're just looking for a quiet place to record because our house has been taken over by kids whose college has been canceled or postponed, I suppose I should say. I'm really happy that you're here. I'm blessed that you're here. I want to help you get through this. We're all kind of getting through this. But I do need you to put your seatbelt on and have an open mind. We are going for a ride today. I love you. Let's do this. Welcome to The Shalene Show. Shalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. Two days ago, I had a, not a great day. Close family member got a diagnosis. Not a diagnosis. They had an MRI after having stomach problems. Doctor thought that it might be pancreatic cancer you know that's in the middle of all this stuff happening my head's already rocking and I just thought oh I don't know God if I could take this right now and I turned to prayer you know God has always been a big part of our business and he's the reason why our business and our faith and our strength in our marriage and so many other things are possible. And he is the reason why I have strength in dark, tough times. And, you know, when that happened, it was already kind of an off kind of day. I was already feeling out of sorts. So I wanted to start there. But before I do, I just want to update you and tell you I prayed and I prayed for that family member. And gosh, God is good. So we just got news today that it was a misdiagnosis. It wasn't the pancreas. It was the liver. So we still don't know exactly what it is, but it's not pancreatic cancer. And thank you, Jesus. But on that day, it was one of those, I'm sure you've had them this week, where you just feel like, I just can't, I can't take any more. My head is rocking. There's so much uncertainty. And I noticed one of the reasons why it was really hard for me to take, I mean, that's tough news to have to think about anyways, but I'm, you know me, I'm not a worrier until I know I need, there's something for me to worry about, but it was almost like, wow, okay, I, I can't take this and this isn't my normal self. Why do I feel so off? And I started talking to other people and noted that they too were feeling like really off. Everyone was talking about having a headache, feeling off their game, not like themselves, not eating their typical food, not getting their workouts in, not 
just not feeling like themselves, feeling a little jet lag, almost the way you feel after a couple of weeks on Christmas vacation where you're like, oh, it's so great to have the kids home. And then you're like, okay, I need to get back to work. I need to clean this house. I need to take down the holiday decor. I need to, you know, get back into my set routine because I feel off. And I think that's where a lot of the country is beginning to feel. And I want to make some recommendations for you to take action immediately. And I'll share with you what I was able to do and what a huge difference it made. And some of the things I didn't realize were contributing to it that have since really helped. Okay. So number one is because everything is canceled as I'm driving past my favorite 24 hour fitness and it's so eerie to see it closed and I'm on the road right now during rush hour, except that there's no cars. So because everything is closed and or canceled or postponed, we don't have anything we have to wake up early for. You don't have to wake up two hours earlier than you're supposed to be at work to get the kids ready because there's no school, which means we don't have to wake up as early. So therefore we're staying up later. And when we stay up later and wake up later, what we do is disrupt our circadian rhythm. And our circadian rhythm is so closely tied to our hormone production, especially mood regulating hormones that are made in your gut our serotonin levels, our endorphins, our cortisol, all of those things impact the way that we feel. And when our circadian rhythms are off and our hormone production is askew, I don't know that people understand how much our sleep and wake cycle impacts everything to do with our mood and hormone production. So if you feel off, the first thing I want you to do is recognize that is your schedule off. If it is, that's one thing you can control. Mine was off. The kids are home. My trainer doesn't have to meet me as early. I don't have to go into the office as early. I don't need to work out as early. So it's like, okay, well, let's push everything back an hour or so. Oh, you know what? Let's push it back two hours. And, and now the kids are up and it's late and I'm getting out of my normal routines because things are different. We have guests temporary guests in our home. What's going on in your home? What's different this week? Are you working from home? Are your children home? Are you worried about family or friends? Is it the uncertainty? Are you watching way more news and therefore you're staying up later or thinking about things, not sleeping well? Anything that's impacting either your routine or your sleep is going to have an impact on your mood. And when you're mood is lower, which it's going to have a negative impact on your mood. And when that happens, it's a downward cycle. That's when we start making poor choices in food. And then we say F it and we drink an extra glass of wine or have chocolate when we wouldn't normally or because we're so worried that we're not going to be able to go out of the house again or that they're going to shut down the grocery stores at some point. Everyone's stocked up on a ridiculous amount of food. And in many cases, you might have bought things you normally wouldn't have bought, but it was the only thing available. So you came home with a 20-gallon jug of goldfish and you keep sticking your hand in that jar. You know what I'm saying? Like food that wasn't normally there is there. Things you normally wouldn't feed your children, you need to to just to survive this week, to get them to be quiet for 30 minutes while you're finishing up on a conference call that you have to take from home on a Zoom recording that you've never done before. And that's really stressful for people. The uncertainty of knowing 
when business is going to return to normal. And if it hasn't impacted your livelihood, it just, it will. And that's not a doomsday statement. That's a fact that we are, some estimates between three and four trillion with a T, three to four trillion dollars of business debt because of the coronavirus here in the United States alone. And that means every industry will be impacted. Even those that feel as though they're untouched by the virus, there will be an impact. There will be an impact on us personally. Family members will lose their homes and businesses. And yes, in large part due to fear, in large part due to a lack of preparation. But at this point, it doesn't do any good to stand in the middle of a house that's burning down and point fingers trying to figure out who set it on fire. We need an exit plan. We need a, a strategy to survive. And one of the first things you can do is control the things that you can control. That headache that you have over the uncertainty, listen very closely, is because you're worrying about things that you cannot control. So let's focus on that which we can. You can control your bedtime. You can control your wake time. And we need everybody in our home to agree to what that needs to be. And I hope that you'll try to keep it as close to what it was when they were in school, if your kids are in school, or as close to what it was when you feel your best. So for me personally, after having that really off day, praying, thinking about what I could control, I realized I've got to get back to all of my routines. Routines make us feel normal. Routines and structure give us freedom. And that's one thing many of us right now don't feel like we have. We don't feel like we have freedom. We feel like we've lost our freedom. So by creating structure, you'll be able to return a sense of normalcy. Return to your bedtime. Return to your morning wake time. Stick to it. Go back and listen to the episode I did with BJ Fogg on tiny habits. Those things are essential in moments like this. When there's so little you can control, it's so important you do take control of the areas that provide structure to you. For several days, I stopped using my push journal because I was like, what's the point? I'm just putting out fires and dealing with whatever comes my way as fast as I possibly can. And then I realized now, more than ever, I need everything in writing. I need to make sense of my thoughts. I need to figure out where I'm going and at what time and stick to a schedule even though I'm in my home. Another reason why you might feel very out of sorts is because so many, as you'll learn when you re-listen to the Tiny Habits podcast, so many of your habits are tied to places and things that you do each day which you are now not doing. So if you normally call your mom every day on the way to drop the kids off to school, well, you might not realize that you haven't done that in a couple of weeks because you haven't taken the kids to school or you're doing it less regular. Maybe your gym is closed and part of, like maybe you have five very normalizing habits tied to your gym routine and they're gone because the gym is gone. And you're like, why do I feel lousy? Well, that's because so many of your anchors have been cut loose, untethered from the boat. So what do you do? You need new anchors as quickly as possible. Take out a pen and a piece of paper and make a list of the things that haven't happened that normally would happen that 
are making you feel out of sorts. Maybe it's going to your normal coffee shop or it's the time you normally would spend in prayer or reading a devotion or listening to a podcast. One of our lifers left a message and she said, oh, I just feel so out of sorts because I listen to your podcast on my drive to work and now I'm working from home. And so I keep telling myself I'm going to listen to your podcast, but I keep forgetting and a lot of other things too. And I just feel so weird. Now we need a new anchor. And remember, the easiest way to develop a new habit is to go, okay, well, what things do I have? What anchors do I have right now? What habits, like such as brushing my teeth, and what can I stack on top of that habit so that I can remind myself that when I brush my teeth, I'll start my podcast that I'm going to listen to. So we've got to get back into our sleep routine. We need to get back into our our habits And you're going to forget some of those really important habits if you don't take a moment, grab a pen, piece of paper, make some notes, write down what you've been missing, and then give some thought to where and what you can anchor those habits to ASAP. All right, so I'm picking up this recording. I actually took a break. As I think I mentioned at the beginning, Brett and I were doing a live coaching call for this virtual push group that we've been working with people working through their push goal and gosh that was so crazy interesting it's it's just remarkable what an impact this has had and in the time that I was in that meeting I came out and Brett he we drove separate to the office he sent me a text message and he said okay the governor of California just shut down the state and I was like oh wow I mean that's crazy but I you know we've been trying to do that ourselves I think that means now we couldn't do what we just did, right? Like we went into the office, it was me, Brett, and three other people. I think that means we can't do that. Pretty sure. I don't know. I'll have to get home and learn more. But I was going to, on the way home, stop by the supermarket to pick up more food. And it was closed. So that was weird. And now I'm driving home right now and there's no one on the road. It looks like... Christmas morning. Now Christmas morning is kind of busy. It looks like 1 a.m. That's what it looks like. And it's 7 o'clock. That's crazy. So there's going to be a lot of change. And when we encounter change, for many of us, that means stress. So I just want you to know, I've been going live on Instagram, trying to go live every day. I've been trying to create video every day to just kind of connect with you and talk about like what we're feeling and what we're going through and how to cope with this. But I, I really do believe that one of the most important things you can do to normalize and create structure and freedom is for you to figure out, again, what things are missing and how can you recreate them in your new schedule? How can you create new anchors, new habits, new norms, and give yourself structure? Because if you don't have structure, it's crazy how you feel more tired, more stressed, more overwhelmed, and worse about yourself. Like, we got to keep our kids... This is an opportunity to help everyone around us create some normalcy, even if that's doing that just virtually online. There's a lot of things that we can do. All right. So I want to talk to you about some other things. This is going to have, as I mentioned, just a major, major impact on the economy. It's hard to imagine what it's going to do. And that's got to have people stressed out. There are people who won't have weddings and photographers who won't make any money because there's no wedding to photograph and builders who will halt building and it just trickles down and people who are not going to buy cars now in the auto industry, like it's just crazy to think how this is going to impact the whole world. And that is going to have people very 
stressed out. And that worries me because I worry about your relationships. So it's, it's now more than ever that we have to learn how to cope with change, how to communicate, how to remember that we're all on the same friggin' team, especially the people in your household. You have to make sure everyone understands this is not going to be easy, but we're going to be better for it. We're going to get through this. And for those of you who are in a situation right now where you're being smart, you're not being a worrier, you're not being doomsday, you're just being smart and you realize there's a very good chance, a high likelihood that your job could go away or you could see a pay cut because that's happening like crazy. Be proactive. I did an episode on Build Your Tribe that came out today, now that I'm recording this. We push it out a little bit late. So I'm going to put a link to that in my show notes because it's a really important episode. I specifically talk about how you can make cash today. I'm not talking about starting a business. I'm talking about what can you do right now in this moment, even while you're quarantined, that you could earn some cash because some of you need that. You need that to keep the lights on. The good news is most governors have passed I don't know if you want to call it an ordinance or a a bill or a mandate that no one can be evicted right now. And that even if you're late on your mortgage payment, you can't be evicted or foreclosed right now. Everything's on hold. So that's really, really good. In the past, when these things have happened, you know, the message was always just make sure you pay your rent, make sure you pay your mortgage. I mean, that's how you know these are dire times when our governor and other elected officials are saying, you're going to keep food on the table and you're going to keep your electricity on. And don't worry about if you can't pay your rent, if you can't pay your mortgage right now, don't worry about it. like, that's crazy that they're saying that, that, you know, the unemployment benefits are available to people right now. But gosh, if you're an hourly worker, if you're a self-employed person, or if you're just, there's so many situations where people won't have those benefits. So that's why I want you to listen to, I'm going straight coronavirus crisis on my two podcasts. I am here to serve you. And again, build your tribe. If it's money issues that you're struggling with, that's what we're talking about. If you're trying to figure out how to sell and if you can sell and what to do with your business and how to focus, how to streamline, how to make cash right now, go listen to those episodes. And I'm going to help keep you mentally sane here because this is going to create new problems and we'll find new solutions together. Okay, here's the last thing I want to leave you with. And if you do not have a strong faith and you don't like it when I talk about faith, love you, mean it, go enjoy the rest of your day. But for those of you who are curious, you're just a little bit interested, I just, I want to speak to you for a moment and say, you are going to be okay. God has you. He always has provided for you. He's greater than our fears. He knows what we can handle. He always, always, always has our highest and our best in mind for us, in store for us. And there's so many times where it just does not make sense when you're in the middle of it. That's why it's called faith. Because you have to turn to your faith and say, Jesus, I believe, I know that you care for me. I know I am your favorite. I know you have what's best for me in mind and I trust you and I serve you and I don't question my faith and I know that you will provide and I know that you're holding me in your hands right now no matter how scary it gets 
No matter who leaves, no matter how isolated you feel, he is always with you. And I hope you can hear the smile I have on my face because I don't know what I would do in times like this without him. Turn to your faith. Those of you who have maybe stepped away, this is an opportunity to turn to it. If you're looking for like a super simple devotion, a devotional book, I love Jesus Calling. I've got like the big book version. A friend recently gave me a little pocket version, which I love. And I've been starting my day for quite a while now. I think I've told you with, I don't look at any social media. My rule is I don't look at any social media. I can post. I'll post, but I don't look at anyone else's content or look at messages or DMs until at least 11 a.m., sometimes noon. So I spend the first part of my day in devotion, and I love this app. The app is called Church Home, and the pastor is Judah Smith, and it's just a really exceptional app. It feels very live on there. You can ask someone to pray for you. You can put in a prayer request and it's really cool. Like when you're praying for somebody else, you hold down these two little buttons and you just see like all the little prayer emojis go up. It's an amazing app. Anyways, every morning I log in and there's a guided devotional, guided prayer with Judah Smith and his wife. And I just find it so reassuring. It's been a wonderful way to start my day and and it's really helped recently and It's a habit I had to form because I used to wake up every morning. The first thing I did was listen to a podcast. I still listen to my podcast, but now I don't know about you. I I can't listen to the podcast I was listening to before. This is on my mind. And so when I wake up and I see the topic is something completely unrelated, I'm like, it's not what I want to hear. I want reassurance. So turning to that app, start. it's just like a couple, like four or five minutes, sometimes shorter guided prayer. And then I usually do a devotional and then I try to find a podcast. Honestly, I try to find a podcast talking about something that's going to help me in this moment. How can I be a heart centered leader? How can I stand up and help others? How do I be a pillar of strength for my family, for my team, for my friends and family members who are going to go through some difficult times? And so that that's what I want to hear. I, I'm not too interested right now in social media strategy. I'm not all down with the gut health. I just think there's there are more pressing issues right now. And that's what has my focus. And thank you for being here. I love you. And in his name, we pray. Amen. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you. I wanted to mention a tool that I think you're going to find incredibly useful, especially if you struggle sometimes to know what your purpose is. What is your thing? Like, what are you called to do? Why are you here? What makes you great? What makes you unique? You know what? I think you're too close to yourself to actually even see it. I think if we asked a lot of your friends and family members, they would know. But I want you to know it. I want you to declare it. I want you to see it. So I've developed this really simple questionnaire. You just download it. It's kind of like a quiz, but you're going to know all the answers to this quiz because it's a quiz about you. And when you complete it right there in your own handwriting, it's going to be perfectly clear to you what your thing is. So do me a favor. No, do you a favor and download this questionnaire. You can get it for free by going to shaleen.com forward slash my thing. And then answer the questions. And I want to hear from you. Send me an Instagram message and let me know, like, what is your thing? I'm really excited to hear. And I know you will be too. It can be life changing and clarity providing to know what your thing is. The same answers are going to come up over and over again. When you fill out this questionnaire, it's going to be so obvious to you. 
And it's going to give you that boost in confidence that maybe you've been missing. All right. Again, shaleen.com forward slash my thing. And I am really excited for you to do this.